Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. told me that let me read what he says the key to your success this year is listening the key to your success this year is listening you're going to hear a lot of things as you always do but your success is based on you listening to him listen up listen up don't listen horizontally to things you already know Don't listen beneath you to stuff that you don't even need to deal with or even fill your mind with. Listen up. Whatsoever things are up, that's what I'm listening to. Listening means going after, like following. You know what I mean? You hear things, but what you listen to, you you, you put your focus on. Okay, so listen up is the thing this year. The key to your success is listening. God will be speaking to you this year as he does every year. But this year when you listen to him, you will find success in your life. And you may have to redefine what success is. Because when wisdom speaks, we're going to talk about the spirit of wisdom. When wisdom speaks, he speaks truth and he speaks, uh, oh God, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Okay, let's get into this. Amen. Here's our theme scripture. It says, after the, hold on, hold on, go back. Let me go back to the point I was going to make. I'm sorry, I can't shake it. So wisdom, when wisdom speaks, he speaks not only truth and what you need to hear, but he also speaks priority. So you might have a lot of things on your mind, a lot of things you need to address, a lot of steps I need to go down, but wisdom says this is the first step. Nobody steps down to the second or third step because you'll fall. Many of us are falling going after the third step first. A lot of times the third step is your ambition and what you want. But the first step, a lot of times, the Holy Spirit will prioritize you and get order. Order. Not just what you want. I'm going after my dream. And you, thank God I made it. I was praying the whole time. Because I'm not doing that again, so y'all better know what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm not doing that again. I'm not doing that (laughs) I was measuring the whole time. Like when you pray, when you, I was measuring the whole time. I'm not doing that again, okay? You go after the third step because that's what you want. I want a singing career. I want this one. I want to be married. I want to. And God said, get, yourself, get your mind together first. I know, I, I got my mind together. I want the, I want the, get your mind together. That's, and that's a whole strip for your mind. You see all this for your mind? All oh, not all this. <laughs> And when you've done that, there's a whole other side. you got to, okay, let me get this side of my mind right. The right side together. Okay. Now, you can step into your emotions. Good God. Everything shouldn't get to you. You shouldn't be irked about everything. You shouldn't be mad about everything. You shouldn't be bitter about everything. You shouldn't be unforgiving about everything. Get your emotions together. You should have joy because that's the fruit of the Spirit. Get that together now. Now, get your finances together. You need to get your money together. You are... See, y'all don't want to do this. When the Holy Spirit takes you through those changes, you get frustrated because all you want is that third step. But if you listen to the Holy Spirit, you'll have fullness on that third step instead of the third step with emptiness. Are you hearing me? When you skip steps, you're underdeveloped. And you become a dysfunctioning, functional person. 
dysfunctional functioning person. Is that right? Is that right? Just dysfunctional? <laughs> what do they call it? Uh, well, yeah, okay, amen. So listen to him. Whether you like it or not, listen to him. I told you all a while ago, I was asking the Lord. Okay, I'm not going to talk too much. Let me get into this. I was asking the Lord. We were praying for a, a new house, right? We were in a small apartment. I was like, Lord, I think we just had Austin at the time. We were living in Jersey. I said, Lord, I want a house. Bless us with a house. I've been faithful. I've been doing what you told me to do. I've been bless us with a clean your house. Lord, I want a new house, and I'll ask God in the name of Jesus that you release it. I believe that houses we didn't build, you clean your house. Ugh, Satan. Satan, you are Satan defeated. Hallelujah. Get out of here, devil. You're always in the midst of prayer. When the sons of God came together, Satan was among them. Get out of here, Satan. God, I want a house. Clean your house. Well, that must not be Satan then. I started cleaning my house. I started finding things that we lost. I started appreciating and valuing other stuff. I was like, oh, my Lord. It was just a, I started being content with where I was. So the message was not only contentment, but it was order. You can't expect to clean a mansion if you can't clean it. Okay. in a dirty house like when I get my mansion I'm gonna clean it no if you're not the person that cleans a, a room <laughs> you're not gonna turn into the cleaner of a mansion <laughs> you're either Mr. Clean or you're not like after this I look the scripture says and behold an open door door represents realms door, door represents choices 2018, you will have new choices. Behind door number one, it's a cho choices. You'll be presented with new choices this year. 18, you know the number eight means new beginnings. Expect new things this year. I said expect new things this year. And I know we're in church, so you clap, but expect new problems. Every time we're in church, you say new things. Amen. It also means new issues. New struggles, but you're going to get new victories. Woo! New blessings. I saw a door open in heaven. And a voice that I heard, which was as if it were a trumpet talking to me, which says, come up hither. I'm going to say this every week this month uh, so we can just get it in our system. Understand that there's a voice in heaven. Father, bless your word in the name of Jesus. Come up Hither, come up here, and I will show you things which must be hereafter. Come up. This is an invitation. You have an invitation in 2018 to come up. In other words, it will not be a struggle. Number one, the door is already open. You don't even have to knock on it. New understanding, new wisdom, new realms of thinking is already open and available to you. God has already paved the way. He opened the door and said, come on in. Come up. It's an invitation. This will be easy. And it's a privilege to come up. Are y'all with me still? Okay. So we're talking about uh, the come up. This year you cannot do it without the Holy Spirit. Nothing. Nothing will be based on the practical this year. Based. You will have to do practical things. Uh, to apply for application purposes, but everything should be based on spiritual things this year. I gotta take a moment to teach this, y'all. You know, I'm glad we got excited earlier, but I gotta, I gotta really slow down and teach this, okay? 
Everything should be based on the spirit this year. So listen, I, I told you how I view the spirit. If you, if you have been here a while, you understand. I saw one time, I was praying for discernment, and I saw a leaf outside my window blowing all crazy. The leaf was going crazy to the point where I started laughing, y'all. I'm like, <laughs> look at that stupid leaf. Look at <laughs> I'm just going off, looking at the leaf go crazy. I'm like, uh. So the Lord said, what do you see? I said, the leaf is going crazy. I, I don't know what's wrong with the leaf. It's going crazy. And the Lord said, the leaf is not going crazy. The wind is blowing crazy. He said, something you don't see is causing the thing you do see to move like that. Ooh. So this year, don't base your choices and decisions or judgment on things you see. Mm. What is the base of that? What spirit is making that thing move like that? Matter of fact, what spirit makes you move? Uh-oh. Ask your neighbor, what makes you move? So we're talking about the Holy Spirit and encountering him. The Bible says, as we spoke last week, let me review quickly. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Somebody say the knowledge of God. The more I know God intimately, the more grace and peace is multiplied unto me. The more grace and peace is multiplied. I said it last week. I'll say it again this week. If you live, are living fearfully, you don't know him well enough. Because when you know God, grace and peace is not added, multiplied. Can anybody use multiplied peace this morning? I mean, so you ain't got to take nothing to go to sleep. It got quiet. Never mind. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, and, and, and of, our, our, of our Jesus, our Lord, according as his divine power, as the spirit, has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue. The next verse says, whereby are giving unto us exceeding and great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the, say, divine nature, divine. having escaped corruption that is in the world through lust. Divine nature, that's who the Holy Spirit is. When the Holy Spirit comes inside of you, when you receive salvation, you have a measure of the Holy Spirit. He is the divine nature. I love divine nature. It's so uh, uh, paradoxical to me. Divine nature. You have a new normal. You have, a new, you have new reflexes. You have new what comes naturally. If any man be in Christ, he's a... All things have... All things have... Become new. Okay, so when I'm in Christ, when I get saved, that I should expect a new set of normals. If, if, I'm, if, if I get saved and I have Christ and, and, and I have the Holy Spirit on the inside and I do the same things and I respond the same way, something is not working with the Holy Spirit. Because I'm supposed to have a new divine nature. Are you hearing me? All right, so the first thing that you do... The first thing you receive at salvation is divine nature, God-like nature, a new normals, new instinctives, new reflexes, all right? Uh, the Bible says he's given us power. So now this divine nature is the power over the powers of the enemy. The next verse says, behold, I've given unto you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions. And look at this, physical and mental strength and ability. Physical and mental, mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses. And nothing shall by any means harm you. Behold, I've given you power.
power, which means authority. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is power or authority. When you encounter the Holy Spirit, you have now authority. This scripture literally means uh, over the power of the enemy. That word power over the enemy, the word power means ability. So that scripture is literally saying when you have the Holy Spirit, you have the authority over all Satan's ability. Ooh, that's so good. Whatever Satan is able to do, you have authority over it. Satan becomes a little child. Satan becomes a little kid. Satan becomes tamed by the Holy Spirit. You have power over all of his ability. So stop looking at Satan and, oh, my God, the devil's attacking me like he's some big, powerful entity. He's under. Woo. Somebody just stump where you at and say, that's where he is. Stump again and say, that's where he is. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses. Mm. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses. I need the Holy Ghost to be. I need the Holy Ghost for me first. You don't need the Holy Ghost to cast demons. Ooh, I'm so glad I got the Holy Ghost. Come here, stand up. Get out of here. Woo, you sick? I'm glad I got the Holy Ghost. Be healed. I'm so glad I got the Holy Ghost because I got power. No, you got power for you first. Okay. I have the Holy Ghost for me. I need him. I need to cleanse my thoughts. Why are you worrying about delivering all of Orlando? You need to deliver your own mind. Woo. I need him to cleanse my heart. I ain't worried about nobody else's heart, who you sleep with, who you know, who you mad at, who you got an attitude with. I need, okay. I need him for me. Everybody say, I need him for me. To be witnesses unto to me, not both in Jerusalem and to all Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Power here. Behold, I give you power. Look at what power means. Power means it's, it's inherent, in, in, inherent power. Power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature. I love that. Power that resides in a thing by virtue of its nature. It's not something that's added. It just is power. It just is. It's the nature of a shark to bite powerfully. Sharks don't nibble. You know how a dog can like not bite you? Like, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because the nature is like your man's best friend. Shark don't have that. They just got power. Like when I play with you, I kill you. Like if a shark want to play with you, he will kill you. By virtue of his nature, he has power. Woo! Y'all think I'm talking about a shark. I'm talking about you. When the devil mess with you, you can't even play with him. You just destroy him. Because I got power. Good God Almighty. Okay. <laughs> or which a person or thing exerts and puts forth. When I exert my power, it destroys because that's the spirit of the living Lord. For performing miracles, moral power, and excellence of soul. For power and influence which belong to... Ooh. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you receive the power and influence which belong to riches and wealth. Y'all look at that be real funny. If Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, somebody walked down that middle aisle, you'll be like, it ain't just celebrity. They have a power that's connected to riches and wealth. So their aura alone look like they gliding down the middle aisle because they're wealthy. Wealth has a, oh God. 
Wealth has an aura. It's, it's, wealth has a peace. Wealth has a contentment. Are you ready to walk in that type of contentment? Y'all quiet. This is what the Holy Spirit brings. He gives you power to get wealth. I'm ready to walk in wealth. Y'all, okay. Uh, <laughs> power and resources. Here we go. Arising from numbers. So the Holy Ghost gives you the type of power and resources that arise from numbers. You know how people say there are power in numbers. If you're going to go rally downtown Orlando for feminine rights or whatever it is, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be sexist, but if you're going to go down there for churches to, I don't know, if you're going to, you're going to want people to come there because there's power in numbers. Yeah bring, your, yeah, bring your niece. Is she tall? Bring her. You don't care who it is. You just want as many people. If you sign a petition, you can change legislate based on the number of people you have. So what the Holy Ghost gives you is that type of power as if you have a host with you. Because you do. There be more with us, good God Almighty, than there. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive heaven's host. <laughs> Woo! That's what the next one says. Power consisting in or resting upon armies, forces, and host, you are an army now. Hallelujah. Jesus is about to leave his disciples, and he says, as Christian said when he opened up, but the helper, here we go, will teach you everything. The Holy Ghost is called the helper. He will teach you everything. Good God. He will cause you to remember all the things I told you. This helper is what? Can y'all say it like you know something about the Holy Spirit? This helper is what? The Holy Spirit. And the Father will send him in my name. The helper. Not the maker. The Holy Ghost don't make you do nothing. Let me talk to the religious people in here. Holy Ghost don't make you do anything. He helps you. So if you're sitting around waiting on the Holy Ghost to make you do right, you'll never do right. If you desire to do right, you have momentum in that direction called the helper. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is a teacher. He's a comforter. He's a counselor. He's an advisor. And he is Wisdom. This is what I want to get to. It's 12.55. I don't know how I get so late every week. Y'all do that middle part. <laughs> he is wisdom. Wisdom is supreme intelligence. Wisdom. There are so many saved, unwise people. Christians sometimes look like to the world. And I don't mean because we're radical. Like John the Baptist ate wild honey. He dressed in like skins, like fur, and he was just wild. He was just living amongst the wild in the wilderness. He was a voice crying out in the wilderness. He was just wild, looked raggedy. He looked bad. He just looked not, un he looked unkept. So that's like the weird, I ain't talking about that. And, and the most prophets have a little uh, uh, edge to them that's kind of uncouth. Is that the word? Yeah, they, so I'm not talking about that. I don't know why most Christians just are unwise. We don't make the best decisions. We just say, God going to do it. What, 
what's the wisdom? <laughs> like, where's your wisdom? Okay, God, I got it. That was my answer to everything when I was growing up. Growing up Pentecostal in a Holy Ghost church? Oh, my God. Mom, I broke my knee. God going to fix it. Can I, can I go to the doctor first, though? It's like it's broke. It's broken. He's a healer. I know, but we still have to do something towards it, right? Faith without works is a broken knee. So can I go to the doctors? God doesn't do everything he helps us do. So what are you doing is the question. This stuff makes me shout. What are you doing? He's not going to make you do anything. He's not going to do anything for you. He's going to help you. Do you want to do good? Do you want to do better? Do you want to be wise? Do you want to be faithful? Do you want to be loyal? Do you want to be successful? Do you want to be holy? That's the question. I will pray to the Father and he shall give you another, look at this, comforter. Oh, the Bible calls the Holy Ghost the comforter. Out of all the things Jesus could have left in the earth, he left what? The comforter. Because he knows stuff is going to get rough while you're down here. Just because you got the Holy Ghost doesn't make you exempt from storms, trials, and tribulations. Tell your neighbor, you still got to go through something. Tell him. I'll give you another comforter that he may be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth. The world can't receive him because they're not looking for him and they don't recognize him. But you know him because he lives in you, with you now, and later will be in you. He's in us now. Hmm. Spirit of truth. Let me, let me just flow. Next one. Wisdom is the principal thing. Principle means most important, means top. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Get wisdom. Your responsibility. Get wisdom. The Bible says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of me. Get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. <laughs> wisdom is called a, a, a she in the Bible. Exalt her and she shall promote thee. If you make wisdom a priority, you'll be exalted. Oh, y'all, I need y'all to follow me, follow me, y'all. Come on. If you make wisdom, exalt wisdom. Make wisdom a priority in your life. I know I want to do this. I know this is available. But what's wise right now? What's wise? When you make wisdom priority, she exalts you. She'll pro Anybody looking for a promotion this year? We all are. We're coming up this year, but not without wisdom. Promotion. You're coming up, but you cannot come up without prioritizing wisdom. Wisdom considers the end of a... No, let me, let, me, let me slow down. Let me slow down. Let me slow down. She will promote thee. She will bring you honor when you embrace wisdom. Embrace it. Like it. I like doing wise things. It's not always fun, but I love wisdom. When you love wisdom, she'll bring you honor. What do you mean? What is your name in the streets right now? What do people think about you? Yeah, when you walk in wisdom, it'll bring your name honor. Tim, that's a good guy right there. Tim, when, you, when people honor you, you walk in wisdom. You want to change your name and your reputation in the streets? Walk in wisdom. No matter what you did in your past, they, they'll stop remembering. Okay. Your old mess-ups and sins will fade. 
in the glorious light of the honor of walking in wisdom. Look at your neighbor and say, walk in wisdom. Look what wisdom does, y'all. I'm almost done, but this is good. I love it. Anybody love this? Like flowers in your hair. Wisdom will beautify your life. Like a crown, it will make you look beautiful. Woo! Did y'all hear what I just said? Go to the next slide. When you got wisdom, this is what you look like. Since y'all, y'all got all these Snapchat filters, all you need is wisdom! I knew that would wake y'all up if nothing else did. I couldn't wait to get to that slide. Every girl in the world has used this wisdom, I mean, flower filter. But what God is saying prophetically to all you women is you need wisdom. You're trying to look beautiful, but you really need to walk wise. Because when you walk wise, you look like this without the filter. Good God Almighty. Tell your neighbor, I don't need a filter. I need wisdom. Wisdom looks better than the filter. When the camera go off, I still look beautiful. When the phone is off, I still got a Woo. Even Kevin Hart got one. Y'all, come on, fellas, y'all. Flowers for the ladies, crown for the men, the Bible says. Crown will beautify you. This is how you look when you walk in wisdom, ladies. Fellas. That's how you look when you are. The Bible says it like flowers on the head. It'll beautify you. Now we got the world defining what wisdom does. Now everybody think that Snapchat, that's wisdom. We think Snapchat came up with this. Wisdom came up with this. Somebody just look at the top of your neighbor's head. Like It looked like I see... And just stop, just cut your sentence off. Say, it looked like I see, I see. is that, is that? <laughs> I see some flowers on your head. I see some wisdom in your life. I see better choices on the horizon. I see healthy relationships surrounding you because you're choosing wisdom. Go back, please, like flowers in your hair. It will beautify, not your face. God is not just going after your face. He's going after your life. <laughs> Have y'all ever used that filter, ladies? And you felt good in the moment, but your life didn't match the beauty that you posted. Now I'm getting into it. Have you ever not, has your life been less beautiful than your post? God is saying in 2018, your life will be more beautiful than your post. 2018, God is going to say, this is who you post to be. Good God, I feel it. Y'all can sit there if you want. I feel the Holy Ghost. Look at somebody and say, this is who you post to be. I'm walking in wisdom. I'm walking in blessings. I'm walking in favor. I'm going to look better than any post. Post to be. Post to be. <laughs> Tell you that, but that's how I'm supposed to be. <laughs> that's how you're supposed to look. <laughs> Woo! 
flowers in your hair, it will beautify your life. Imagine every area of your life, go to the next one, looking this good. How you use that flower thing to accentuate your eyes and your hair and all of that. Imagine your finances being that beautiful. Let me change imagine to expect. Expect your finances to be that beautiful. Expect your relationships to be that beautiful. Expect your businesses to be that beautiful. Every area, hallelujah, I feel your presence, Jesus. Hallelujah, it's going to beautify your life. I'm sick of church being beautiful for the moment. God, beautify my life. Somebody say, make my life beautiful. I feel the Holy Ghost right here. Y'all excuse me for a few minutes, please. God said, I'm about to make your life beautiful. Not beautiful moments, not beautiful memories. Your, your whole life, every second of every day. When I walk in wisdom, I make my life beautiful. We need these filters because our life doesn't match. You're going to walk in such wisdom, you're going to be posting ugly pictures of yourself. Because you don't care because your life is beautiful. I don't need a filter. My life is popping. My life is lit. I don't need a filter. Y'all quiet. I don't need makeup. I don't need lashes. I don't need eyeliner. I don't need foundation. I don't need my T-zone down. I don't, I, my life is popping, boo. I, okay. <laughs> Woo! I don't need no contour. My life is contour. <laughs> Let me close with this. My life is popping. I'm popping in real life. You know you're secure when you post ugly pictures. <laughs> you don't care. Beware, Liv. Beware. I'm going to talk about some enemies of wisdom. Beware of knowledge. The scriptures in my closing. <laughs> I don't know which closing it is. I usually have about three. I think this is two or one. I don't know. The Bible continually says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Knowledge is known. Knowledge is an intimate word. It's what Satan exposed us to first. They ate of the tree of... Satan is like, if I can get you knowledge first, you'll resist wisdom. Not knowledge of God, knowledge of things. I feel this thing. If I could expose you to a plethora of knowledge of things, you'll slowly receive wisdom if you do at all. Because you can either be too haughty or just know too much. The Bible says, here we go. Daniel, I always say this scripture, I just want to give it to y'all. 
But you, Daniel, keep this prophecy a secret. Seal up the book until the time of the end when many will rush here and there and knowledge will increase. Everybody will be running here and there to try to get more knowledge. Now everybody's saying, stay woke. And you just asleep as, as a bear in the winter. They hibernate and they hide. What happens to a bear in the winter? Like, knowledge will increase, so don't be impressed with knowledge. Ooh, we just, and technology is just growing. Don't be impressed with knowledge increasing. Be impressed with the knowledge of God increasing. Okay, are y'all understand what I'm saying? Because knowledge, what, what, where do you want me to go, Lord? Hey! Knowledge can speak of the past and the present. When, 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 oh God, can y'all please walk with me here? Please? Sometimes prophets in church operate in what we call the word of knowledge. Okay, it's a gift. It's a gift. The word of not psychics have it and prophets have it. Go with me here. I got prophets in the house, so I'm not, I'm not making light of the office. We walk in the office. When a prophet comes and tell you, you live at 1225 Samson Street? Oh, hallelujah, yes, 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 I do, I do, 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 do. And your father left you when you were eight. Oh my God, he God said if you give a hundred dollars, he'll, oh, what you do? <laughs> Amen. I don't know what that was. Please clean it up so Holy Land won't think we dirty. Thank you, Malik. So you just give a hundred dollars because you think it's prophecy, but that's just, I just, that's word of knowledge. Demons know your past. Demons know your past. Demons know your present. They don't know your future. I feel like running in here. You know it's the spirit of God when they speak to what is to come. Woo! I'm not impressed by you talking about what happened when I was in kindergarten. I'm not impressed with you knowing my phone number by heart or my address. Tell me what God, okay, what's going to come. Next verse. Let me go. I'm going to get y'all out of here. How be it when this he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatever he shall hear, that he shall speak. And he will show you things. The spirit of wisdom stands in you now. Watch this, y'all. He stands with you and in you now. This is you, so the spirit of oh, something. The Spirit is with you. He has supreme intelligence. He knows your past. He knows your present. And he knows your future. So when he advises you, he advises you from that standpoint. Most people can advise you from where you are. Oh, I feel with you. I feel you. Oh, my God, that's hard. You're going through that? I understand where you are. This is what you need to do. But they don't know your future. 
So they advise you based on the sum of your past and present. So their advice could be on or off because they don't know your future. Wisdom knows your future. So when he advises you, he advises you based on what's next. He knows the mind of God, the Bible says. He knows the mind of God. And it's important, Miles Monroe says, it's important to know someone's intent. Intent. Let me get out of here. Intent. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, knows the mind of God. It knows his intent. Mm. Intention is an idea. An idea. When you, when you have a, oh, let me see it. Let me, let me say it this way. Let me say it this way. Can I give you all this really quick and then we're going to go home? No? Okay. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Okay. All right. Let's go to the next slide, the, the next couple of ones. It's like this. No one knows the thoughts that a person has. Only a person's spirit that lives in him knows his thoughts. It's the same with God. No one knows the thoughts of God. Only the spirit of God knows his thoughts. It's imperative that you understand the intention of God. All right? Accepting. So, so the, the intent starts with, the, how can I say this? How can I say this? Like an artist. When an artist is about to paint on the canvas, he already has a picture in his mind of what it will be. Okay? So how did the picture come to his mind? It started with an idea, right? Oh, and when the mind, watch this, uh, when the mind accepts an idea, it's called a precept. All right? A, a, a cultivated precept is called a concept. A concept is now a picture. When you express your picture or idea or concept, it's called words. So you need your words or artistry to express your concept. But the concept started with the precept, and the precept started with an idea. Are you understand what I'm saying? That's too much. I knew I shouldn't have went there today. So when the artist starts painting, you just see these random lines. Like, what is he making? That's a mess. Never judge that, because he's starting something he already finished in his mind. Woo! I said when an artist is painting something, you shouldn't judge the process, because he's painting something he already finished. In his mind. Some of y'all are judging where you are in life right now. And God is like, wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. I know what I think towards you. I know the idea I have for your life. Don't get frustrated because of this stroke. I'm making something beautiful. We get frustrated with our life because we don't know what God is doing. But the spirit knows. I said the spirit knows. The spirit knows. He is wisdom. We're frustrated in life with where we are because we don't know where this stroke is going. But God knows his eye. What's God's idea about your life? You don't know, but the spirit does. No one knows the thoughts of a person except that person. No one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit. So when I have the spirit and when I listen to him, he's giving me God's idea about my life. He's giving me, you can never judge the handiwork of God by his hands. You judge it by his head. What does God think about this? What is his idea? What is he making? The Holy Spirit gives you that. Hallelujah. And when you receive the Holy Spirit, let me just end it. I'm just going to flow. You can take the scriptures off. 
It's for a sm smaller crowd, I guess. A lot of teachings on the brain and the mind and the spirit and the... We'll break it down later. When you receive the spirit of God, he's inside of you. And then you receive the baptism of the spirit where you jump into him. It's like a pool. I have a glass of water. The water's on the inside of me. But if I jump in the pool, I'm submerged by water. <clears throat> when I get saved, it's like drinking a glass of water. The spirit is filling me up from the inside, cleansing me, making things right. That's the inside. When I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I can't shake it. I'm listening to worship every day. I'm reading scriptures. I'm, I jump into him. How long have you been saved and never jumped into him? How long have you had the spirit of God and you never jumped in? Never been baptized by the spirit? You know, when you, when you, when you get saved and it's filling you up, hallelujah, but when you jump in and you're baptized by him, everything you touch gets wet. Soak, soak, soak. Wet, wet, wet. Soak, soak, soak. Everybody I sit next to, wet, wet, wet. Soak, soak, soak. Everybody I talk to, wet, wet, wet. Soak, soak, soak. When you baptize by the Spirit, you affect everything around you. 2018 is the year you're not affected by things, but you affect everything. I feel it. This is the year you affect everything around you. Get ready for joy to hit everybody close to you. Get ready for peace to hit everybody. Look at your neighbor and say, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. You're about to get wet, wet, wet. You're about to get soaked, soaked, soaked. You baptize in the spirit. Everything around you is affected. Your marriage is affected by the moisture of the spirit. Your career, your decisions, your choices. When you get the spirit of God, y'all, listen to this. You can play. I'm done. As the Lord told me. You're not void of struggles. We know that. You get the Holy Spirit and receive him. You don't become Superman. But you, 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 you get super choices. Now I have a higher level of choices. Now, now I can choose. See, the spirit doesn't make me have joy, but it gives me the joy option. <laughs> Without the spirit, I don't have the option. <laughs> the spirit opens up a corridor and gives me access to higher options. Peace, joy, wisdom, provision, health. These are now options. So you got to choose wisely this year. You got to listen up this year. I was talking to one of the band members this week, and he was saying, like, I really don't, you know, I'm trying to learn how to pray or whatever. So I was like, God, you know, just show me something, help me out. I believe I have your spirit, but I don't really know. Just, just show me a scripture. I'm going to just read my Bible. The first scripture he turned to was exactly what he needed in his life. He just said, I just started crying. Like, I can't believe this. The God of the universe responded to me. Yeah. The same thing can happen for you. Cultivate your ear. 
You're going to need your ear this year, Liv. I refuse to preach to itching ears. The Bible says in the last days will be itching ears. You just want to hear something good. You just want, mm. no. Hear what the Spirit is saying. Period. Cultivate your ear to hear the voice of your Father this year. Your success will be in how you listen. Father, let wisdom increase in the name of Jesus. What's the use of having the Holy Spirit and making the dumbest decisions in the world? Not dumbest, the most foolish decisions. What's the use of having this, I mean, celestial power and don't have the sense to prioritize in life? What sense, is, what, what sense does that make? The Bible says he'll give you the knowledge of the learned by his spirit. So, Father, let our knowledge of you increase in the name of Jesus. Let us know you more. Let us love you more. We're going to talk Wednesday about how our lust blocks us from wisdom. Lust. Not just sexual, but lust means desires. You want what you want so bad that you don't choose what's wise. You're so consumed in your lust that you are blinded to wisdom. We're going to talk about that. But today, I want you to understand the power that you have in the Holy Spirit. He knows the end. Wisdom considers the end of a thing. Wisdom considers the end of a thing. Wisdom considers the end of a thing. How is this going to end up? The decision I make right now will be based on how it's going to end up. Not how I feel right now. You understand what I'm saying? Because how you feel right now, you feel like punching somebody in the face. I mean, that's just what I want to do. I want to punch them in the face. But is that wise? No, wisdom considers how this is going to end up. I pray wisdom increases. This is not the most fun message for believers. And I will run the risk of you never coming back. But if I have five wise people here next week, that's enough to turn this city upside down. How many of y'all want to walk in wisdom? I don't want to be foolish and... Man... Ask the Lord wisdom, let wisdom increase. Say, Lord Jesus, let wisdom increase and let her beautify my whole life. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands, everybody. Wisdom. Uh, what to do, when, and how to do it. If you're not saved today, we want to pray for you that you receive the Spirit of the Lord. You need the Spirit 2018, or you'll be moved by all the movements. <laughs> there's a feminist movement, there's a political movement, there's a religious movement, there's a sexual movement, there's all so many different movements. And if you don't have the Spirit of the Lord, you'll be moved by every movement. But when you have His Spirit, you'll be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.